is episode number 18 and you are listening to Soul Time, a show that explores the world of unlocking your unique potential. My name is Dr. Katja Makovka and I'm a teacher at school, a former teacher at universities and a certified stress and mental coach and I'm your host. This episode is a special one. I'm not alone today. Today I have an amazing guest. In the future, I plan to do more of these interviews where I will talk with different kind of people, coaches, teachers, parents, and other people who are working with students and teens on a regular basis, and people who have an extraordinary mindset, where students, teachers, and parents, and everyone who is interested in can learn from. Today's guest is Diana Costea. Diana is a psychology student in her final year. She defines herself as being a passionate person, living in awe of nature, life and humanity. Psychology is her tool in sending her message and spread love and kindness, hoping that people will live their life more out of their pilot mode. She recently started a community for teens to help them to discover and create a more fulfilled life. In this episode, Diana will tell us some details about her journey to create an online community for teens, about her own personal growth and path to uplifting her mindset on a daily basis. And beyond this, she gives us some insights in her own experiences as student at school and university and what's needed to integrate coaching tools and personal development tools into the education system. I hope you enjoy our conversation and Diana's reflection, thoughts and ideas. And by the way, I will add where you can find Diana and her community in the show notes. So make sure you take a look and visit her page. So let's start with today's episode. First of all, a very warm welcome to today's guest, Diana. I'm so glad that we have the amazing opportunity to speak today about your awesome journey of creating a community to uplift the mindset of teens. But before we start and dive deeper into your personal journey to create a community, I want to give you the opportunity, Diana, to introduce yourself a little bit more. Hmm. Uh, thank you so much, Kasia, for having me here. Um, I'm grateful that I'm in this conversation with you. And I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to talk with you, first of all, because you're an incredible person. Um, as you mentioned, I'm a psychology student, almost a psychology graduate. I'll graduate actually in two weeks. Amazing. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. I think you mentioned the most important things about myself. I'm grateful that I identify myself as that person that I heard you described. So I'm looking forward to start our conversation today. Oh, thank you so much, Diana, for sharing your information. And uh, it's absolutely stunning what you have created. You are such a huge inspiration. 
And uh, my audience and I are super excited to hear some more details about your amazing uh, project. So let me ask you some questions. What was the reason for you, the initial spark to plan, create and begin this beautiful project, your online community for teens? Let us know. Well, for everything started with uh, this project that I realized, that I finalized now uh, for my diploma in psychology, where I uh, realized a scientific work after a six-week program with uh, teenagers, a program inspired from positive psychology, from a study made by Martin Seligman, And uh, my teacher supported me so much in this. And I also wanted to implement positive psychology in students' life. So this is how I started uh, with a study. And I had great results, not necessarily statistically. But the most fulfilling, fulfilling part was the personal results that the teenager Teenagers were so excited and they asked me for more. They wanted to keep in touch with me and I wanted to keep keep in touch with them. So the online community just was birthed like that. Uh, as a space where they can talk open and I can learn to organize the information and to teach and to grow next to them. Amazing. Um What results do you have in mind for your members to achieve uh, by being participants in your community? Probably there are special topics you are um, introduce the students. Um, yes, we are choosing together the topics that we're gonna talk about. And I like to say that we have two levels of uh, two go two levels of goals, if, if if I can say it like that. There's the one that is the informational one where we I introduce to them psychology subjects about mind, about how to learn better, how to organize your life better, how to set goals efficiently, and then we have the soft level, which is about in a way, myself, because I'm getting, I'm going out there, I'm showing myself, I'm showing myself being vulnerable, I'm showing myself learning, and in a way, I'm trying to teach them that you can share yourself while you're becoming, not necessarily when you are there. Amazing. It's like on uh, the same on your Instagram page. Uh, because there is some um, reflection you share about psychology stuff and some about your own experiences. It's uh, very vulnerable too. I think that's something that is very, um, you are very related to, right, Diana? Yes, I think the idea from behind is similar but different because the Facebook community is The format is more as a workshop and uh, uh, working, learning, discovering, talking, interacting. And my Instagram account, Instagram page is more as a personal blog, personal diary, where I just present myself and present my journey 
while I'm learning, while I'm on the process. Amazing. And uh, is there a plan to create something else in the future? Do you have concrete future visions for your community? Hmm. Well, what I'm thinking of is first discovering what are the main obstacles or main events that are happening in the life of a teenager. And what I identify till now, it's the first moment when they step into high school, when they just start. They have insecurities, they have fears, they have expectations. And I'm thinking maybe it will be so useful to have a guide, as a beginner guide, how to step in through this journey. And if you start with specific tools and useful tools, maybe a good start will lead to an easier process. I don't guarantee that it's going to be all easy because it's never easy, but at least you'll have the tools to keep yourself together through these uh, adversities that you're yeah. going to face. And then we have the 18th birthday, how I see it. Then you're an, uh, you're an adult now. What are you going to do now? It's a major event and people have expectations on you. You have expectations about what you should do from now on. And then comes the next one, the graduation. What are you going to do after? And then comes the next, next one. What are you going to do after you start university? Because now you're here and then what? So that's what I'm planning to do, to create some programs that will support and guide students through their main events uh, in life. Amazing, Diana. Um, I'm so glad uh, that you share your insights with me. And it's amazing uh, to hear about your projects and your community. And I'm looking forward to seeing your next steps and how your community will grow over time. And But let me ask you some questions about your own mindset. How did you know you were ready to run your own community and make your content visible on Instagram and uh, with your community? Um, I, you know, I always love this question because the truth is that we're never completely ready to do something. Absolutely. And I love the idea that we don't have to reach for 100%, but we can aim for 70%. And then 30% is for surprise and creativity and spontaneity because life is like that. I learned to start when I'm not ready. And there's something that I cannot 100% reproduce with words. How do you know when you're ready? I feel like it's something that is so complex and so big and so profound that it cannot be expressed with, the, with words. So it's a feeling. For me, it's more as a feeling. When I feel that I'm almost ready, I can start. And sometimes... I'm being pushed by someone or sometimes I'm just being pushed by something inside of me. But never I wait for the moment when I'm 100% ready. And I didn't start it when I was ready. I was crying every day. I didn't know what to do. I was so confused and I had to learn a lot while walking on this path. Amazing, Diana. Thank you so much for sharing these vulnerable thoughts. And um, nevertheless, How do you increase your confidence? Because that's something we have to do, I think, on a regular basis. 
to um, step out of our own comfort zones and creating some more confidence in our lives. Do you have something that you do on a regular basis to boost your confidence? Oh, um, well, I see confidence as being connected with self-esteem. And self-esteem, one of the definitions of self-esteem is our is an evaluation that we have in our mind about where we are now and where we want to be. And our self-esteem is this distance between where we are now and where we want to be. And if we perceive it as being big, a uh, big distance, then our self-esteem can be low. And if we perceive it as being a short distance, then our self-esteem uh, can be high. And I see confidence as being also an evaluation that we have in our mind and how we boost our confidence. It's either by doing some external things to show ourselves that we are on that level that we aspire to be. Either we change our perspectives about where that level is or more concrete, we can do all both. In a way, we can also step every day, every day and also to change our perspective about the days we're not stepping, the moments when we're just standing. If I um, understand you right, uh, it's a combination between uh, uh, stretching our comfort zone, stepping out of our comfort zone and working on our own mindset, right? Yes. To become more confident in our daily lives? Sure, it's, it's more as a not specific formula formula it's something that you discover about yourself what's working for you and what I like to say is yes you have to step you have to move you have to constantly move but there will be moments when you'll not feel like moving when you'll be tired and that doesn't mean that you're not evolving or that you're not working to become or to achieve that best version of yourself And sometimes it's a shift in activities that we're doing. And sometimes it's a shift in mindset that we have in the moment. And to accept that we are fine in the moment or in the place that we are right now. And it's a constant dance, if you want to call it this way. It's never the same. Not a single day is the same as another day. Well, thank you so much, Diana, for sharing your innermost thoughts on how you deal with challenges and overcome obstacles and elevate your mindset. Thank you so much for this. And these are such impactful ideas about increasing our confidence. And I'm very inspired right now. But let's dive a little bit deeper. Diana, your experience as a student at school isn't long ago. And you are currently studying psychology um, at the university, as we mentioned earlier in our conversation. And therefore, I'm super excited to get some insights about your experiences and your reflections, what is needed to strengthen the mindset of students and which coaching tools are significant to integrate into our educational system to help students to become more resilient and confident and live their unique potential while achieving some goals with more ease and with, with less stress. So let's uh, take a look 
at your own experiences. What one word sum up your high school experiences? Oh, oh my God. I think, uh, first of all, my high school experience wasn't the best one. I had to try out and to learn and to fail and to fall and to cry a lot. So to sum up in a word is just, I cannot use one word, but I will just say like trial and fail. It was just a row of trial and fails, trial and fails, and sometimes yeah. fails, fails, fails. fails. <laughs> just falling apart most of the time, but always trying again and trying to lift again. Yes, that's some way you handle your lows, trying again and stand up after a failure. Do you have a specific skill set in the past? I... I didn't. I didn't have any skill sets. Uh, I was just, you know, I was down. And then after a moment, you have to go up. So you have to try different things to go up. And for me, I remember exactly the moment when I was like, okay, nothing worked. What can I do now? And I remember I was just on YouTube and I was just I don't know what I was looking for and I found this yoga and meditation page so I started to just try out some yoga poses some yoga principles some ideas from there and then I discovered meditation and mindfulness and that just changed my life because It was so much noise. I didn't know that it's noise. But then there were those 10 minutes, five minutes where it was just like quiet or some encouraging words. And I didn't have from where else to hear those words. But from that 10 minutes guided meditation. So that shifted my perspective because I understood that a voice can sound different than the outside voice and the main voice from my mind that was just criticizing Amazing, Diana. What is something that you didn't learn at school that you wish you had learned at school? That really anything is possible. And the irony is here that I didn't learn this in school, but I kind of learned it in school because I had this school counselor in school that I, to be honest, and I feel always bad about it, that I don't even remember her name. I didn't knew anything about her. She was just there sometimes. And it was not too many students were going because not too many students knew about her being there. So I somehow discovered her and I used to go to weekly to, to see her and talk with her about my life and my problems. And... One day she taught me this idea of visualization. She didn't call it this way. She just told me I used to have this uh, music competition and I was so nervous. So she taught me about, okay, you go, close your eyes and you, every day you imagine yourself being there. And so I did. Every day I used to do that. I, used to do that. She, I didn't know what I'm doing. She didn't explain me. She just gave, so, told me this. So I just imagine 
that every day. And the surprise surprise was that I won like a big prize in that competition. The only prize that I ever won, like a big prize, was that time when I just visualized me actually being there and doing what I love. So one thing that I wish I would have understood better was how power of visualization can work and that really anything is possible. Ah, amazing, Diana. That's a huge learning, I think. Did you learn at school um, some tools to handle failure or to be more confident or to express your uniqueness? I have to be honest, not at all. And there were there were so much competition and so much standardization. You have to yeah. be this way. So to embrace your uniqueness is a no-no in school. And uh, actually it was. Now my hope is that the next generations or because the next generation have access to more information, they can learn more about embracing your uniqueness yes. in this universal world. And I feel like we're living in a kind of um, mass awakening because also teenagers are becoming more and more aware. And to be honest, I met some teenagers in my work and they were like so smart, so profound, so self-aware that I was in shock. I, I was surprised to see that being this age you can also be that self-aware and that's beautiful that ah. it's next generation it's next generation they're coming are becoming more aware and more profound and confident with this do you think it's important to integrate some of these tools uh, at school on a regular basis mm. um, i uh, i truly believe that yes And as I said, for me, the visualization really helped me. And um, there's this thing that I used to do and I'm still doing with my teenagers. Before starting a workshop, we're doing 10 minutes of guided meditation. And that's for just relaxing your body because we're living so much in the brain, in our mind all the time. And, you know, we're starting a class with our students and we don't know where they are we want them to be where we are but we don't know we have to meet them where they are and somehow we have to just connect you know there's we need to connect first and then to start teaching or to start learning we we need first to connect with ourselves and then to connect with the other person and then we can share the information this is how it works otherwise the flux of uh, energy and their information is just blocked so what what i'm doing and what i I'm, i wish it could exist in school is just a moment where teacher and students are connecting and you can do it so easily like you know kids want to make jokes they are want to have fun so a way to just meet them where they are you can the teacher can enter the class and make a joke as well with them that's bond it's enough to to bond with them, connection, and then teaching. So I feel it can be that easy. Uh, thank you so much, Diana. Thank you for giving 
me the opportunity to ask you some questions about your own school experiences and for being so vulnerable and showing so much strength in sharing your thoughts and your own challenges. And that's amazing because I think so many people can relate to this and to your path. And furthermore, a huge thanks for sharing your ideas on what is needed to uplift the mindset of the younger generation. Uh, so we are nearly at the end of today's episode. And before you leave, Diana, I want to ask you some short, quick questions so that my listeners can get to know you better. Everyone knows um, who knows me well knows that I'm a huge lover of quotes. So I'm super excited right now. Um, what's your favorite quote, Diana? Um, my favorite quote, it's actually, I recently made a tattoo with it on my arm. It's uh, by Maya Angelou. It's, ah. uh, I, uh, I came as one, but I stand as 10,000. Oh my, my gosh. I love this. It's amazing. Oh, very good choice, Diana. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Do you have, um, one book you would highly recommend to read? Oh, just one. <laughs> just one, Diana. Only one. Today, have, only one. Today, only one. Uh, my favorite, my favorite, favorite book is uh, by Paul Coelho. Oh. Uh, the, the Alchemist. Oh my gosh. That's my favorite book of all. Absolutely, time. I'm. <laughs> I can relate to this. Amazing, amazing. Ah, oh, I love this book so much. <laughs> Great uh, answer, Diana. Great answer. Um, what's something about yourself you hope will never change? My dreams and my just dreamy personality that I'm always dreaming, always looking for uh, unexpected or just big, crazy things to happen to me and me to do and move to achieving those crazy big things ah super extraordinary answer thank you so much if you could eliminate one weakness or one limitation in your life what would it be i here is a bit longer answer in the in a way that i learn with time to not necessarily want to eliminate what i don't like to myself or at myself but instead trying to change a trait because there's no such things. I, I truly believe that there's no such thing as good traits and bad traits. I think they're just traits and an excess of a specific trait can become a, a bad thing, let's say about yourself. So maybe I wouldn't eliminate anything that made me because this is what makes me, but just trying to bring more awareness in order to understand when a specific trait is becoming harmful for myself. Ah, that's amazing. It's like embracing our uniqueness with all your strengths and all your weaknesses, right? Oh my gosh. Um, Diana, if it were possible, what superheroes, superpower would you want to have and why? To be honest, just to teleport because I love traveling so much but 
there, there's those days that I'm just standing on the road and in the airports and in the cars and just, I wish I could just teleport and I could be just wherever I want in that moment. <laughs> That's great. And the last question for today, if you could rule the world for one day, what would you do, Diana? Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's that's a big one. It's a big responsibility. This. <laughs> oh my god! Super responsible part of myself is like, mm, but I have to. Be I have to be this day. But to be honest, I I would just start that day because I don't. I cannot change the the world in one day, right? So I would just make yeah. it fun. I would just make it fun for myself and for the others, so I can just fully enjoy that day. So the day would start with music. Everyone would start their morning with dancing. <laughs> That would be the first rule. Everyone will dance in the morning. Will move their body. Will start their day in a energetic way. Then they will have whatever they want to have for breakfast to give them energy. And then just small smile all day and maybe hug each other on the street. Oh, <laughs> People will hug. People will be will smile. Will be smiling and just every single second. There will be. It's just the second. Don't think, Father. It's just the second. It's just this minute. It's just this day. That's it. We are here. Wow. All we have is in this moment. Uh like all we have is now, right? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Um, I'm super thankful, Diana, that you have given us uh, and me, especially the greatest treasure of your life, your time. Mm. It was awesome to meet you today for this podcast episode. And one short reminder for my listeners right now, make sure you take a look at the show notes. There are some informations where you can find Diana on Instagram and her community. So make sure you take a look and Yes, so we have reached the end of today's episode and uh, thank you so much, Diana. I hope we will meet again and I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode and get motivated to share these insights with your friends and families. And if you are a parent or a teacher, you can speak with your kids and students about these hacks, these thoughts and uh, these reflections of today's in interview. Diana gave us amazing insights um, of upgrading our mindsets, becoming more aware of our responsibility to create the energy we want to have in our lives and boosting our confidence and reducing stress. And thank you so much, Diana, for being my guest today. Oh, thank you for having me, really. I'm grateful. Next week, we will focus on how to handle the fear of failure. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Soul Time. I'm very grateful because you have given me the greatest treasure of your life, your time. If you enjoyed this episode, take a look at the show notes, click the link and check out my Instagram account for more inspiring content. Take care of yourself, enjoy the week ahead and I can't wait to speak to you next Sunday.